2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, from just verses 17 to 21, very quickly before we get straight into the baptisms. And it says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is and she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now all things are of God who has restored us to him, rejoined us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the job of getting everybody else joined back to God. That is that God was in Christ restoring the world to himself, not holding against them their sins, their trespasses, and he's now given us the word to bring everybody back to God. Now then, we are... In fact, I'll just leave that there, that's fine. The clear clear story in the Bible, and it's called the good news, it's called the gospel, the clear story story is this, that Jesus came to change lives from the inside out. See, so often people think of God, they think of Christianity or any other type of a religion, and they think it's about the outward. It's about how you dress. It's about how you speak. It's about how you behave. But actually, Christianity is not from the outside in. It's from the inside out. Today, I want to just really give a very simple gospel uh, story today, a very simple word today. That is, God loves this world and he loves the people in this world and he wants to change people from the inside out. Can I hear an amen this morning? See, God is a God of creation. We could go back to Genesis chapter 1 in the Bible when God created the heavens and the earth. God said, let there be light. He created the universe. He created the worlds. He created mankind. God is a creative God. He's a God who can do incredible supernatural events. We read of when he split the Red Sea. We read of how he opened the eyes of the blind. He came when God comes, stuff happens. When God turns up, things happen. We've heard today, 11, 12, 13 stories now of of lives that have been changed from the inside out. So often people don't know overly how to put it into words. The fact of of everybody we heard on the platform today is they've all come into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ has now become their Lord and their Saviour. They've given their lives to Jesus Christ. They've said, Jesus, I want you to come into my life and to make me a brand new person. That is what Christianity is all about. Every time you find someone in the Bible who had encountered the Son of God, they said, I was this and now I'm that. I was blind and now I see. I was lost and now I'm found. And that's what we've heard today. I was this and now I'm that. And it happens because our God is a God of supernatural power. He's not just a religious figure. He's not trapped in a stained glass window. He's not just a teacher. He is a God of power, of supernatural, spiritual power. And what that means is when you come into a relationship with God, it is real. It's not just a belief. It's not just, oh, I've got a bit of understanding of God now, or I believe in a God. No, this is a relationship. This is something when you come into contact with God and God actually works 
in someone's life. For me, that was when I was 18 years old, October the 8th, 1984. And my life was impacted by the love and the power of God. I'm not going to give you my testimony today. You've heard a number of them. For Sharon, she was seven years old. Old and she was upstairs on her bed, and she really just had a whole impression of, of just how much God loved her. And she said, Jesus, come into my life. And she basically prayed, Lord, do a work on me from the inside out. Exactly what I prayed, and everybody else in this room, if you've said yes to Jesus Christ, God has done a work in your life from the inside out. You see, what a religion will say is if you change these things on the outside, God will accept you. But what Christianity says is God loves you. Give Him an opportunity in your life. He will get involved in your life. He'll get on the inside of your life and He will change you from the inside out. In fact, I want to use a stronger word. We've just read, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. See, I've just said God created the heavens and the earth, but the most incredible work that God can ever do is the recreation of a human heart. I'm not talking about the thing that pumps blood. I'm talking about the real you on the inside. Who you really are. I loved it when one of the guys up here said, you know what, I, I began to talk to God about personal stuff. You see, God knows you better than you know you. God knows you better than anybody else knows you and he still loves you and he still says, I want you in my family. See, today I'm speaking to people who don't know Jesus Christ. I wanna throw the doors open wide today and say, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you've come from. I don't know your life story. Perhaps you were raised in church, perhaps you weren't. Perhaps you've had an understanding of another type of a religion or whatever. But today I wanna ask you the question, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour? We're baptising 13 people here today who once did not know Jesus and now they know Jesus and they've said, Jesus, come into my life. What is your story? If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Have you been recreated on the inside of your life? You see, God doesn't just come in and just give you a little outward patch-up job. He didn't just, you know, give you a little polish. I love to restore, you know, bikes and, you know, old classic bikes. I've got a 1922 Raleigh, which is a two and three quarter horsepower. Come on. 350cc, two and three quarter horsepower. You can run faster than this motorbike. You know, you're driving along like this, you put your hand down to change gear on a bike down there and then you back up. It's like an old bike. And I like to keep it clean. It's under a cloth in the garage. And when I get it out, I've not ridden it yet. It's not quite ready yet. It's only taken me what? I got it in 2003. <laughs> 2003, what? 290. It's taken me 16 years to restore this bike. God's taken a lot longer with me. But there we go. 16 years to restore this bike. We're nearly there. I'm just getting the exhaust pipe made. And so, yeah, so anyway, but, you know, it's nice to be polished, nice to be clean and sparkly. But Christianity is not just about giving your life a little polish, 
about a little, you know, cleaning up here and there. A little bit of, oh, I'll make you a better person or oh, I'll make you a bit more positive or I'll give you something. No, it's about the power of God getting to work on the inside of a human life. And the Bible actually says he comes in, he takes out the old heart and he puts in a brand new heart. Not the blood pumper, the real you, who you really are on the inside, the things that make you tick, your engine, your 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 energy on the inside of you. The Bible says you are a spirit. You are a real person on the inside and that real person is gonna live forever. That is the part that God is interested about in your life because that's where we live from. And I don't know what you've heard about God. I don't know what you've heard about Christianity. I don't know what you've heard about the Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps you've heard about him that he's an angry religious figure. Perhaps you've heard that, oh, you know what? Anyway leads to God. It doesn't matter. You know, you can believe this or believe that. No, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But if you come to Jesus, he works on the inside of your life and he recreates the very heart of you. October the 8th, 1984, when God came into my life because I asked Him in, a recreation took place. Not a religion started, a recreation took place on the inside of my life. In fact, the Bible actually declares it or compares it to somebody dying and then being raised from the dead. I don't want to get heavy today, but you know, some people say, why do you baptize like this? Well, this is how they baptized in the Bible, in the river or in a pool or something like that. It's not just a sprinkle on the head. It's a full immersion and then out again. And it's actually compared in the Bible about somebody going into a grave and out of a grave. Now, actually, the death has already happened and the being raised from the dead has already happened when somebody said yes to Jesus Christ. This is not when somebody becomes a Christian. This is not when they get a relationship with God. That has already happened when they said yes to Jesus Christ. But this is a sign to everybody else and to themselves that you know what? I've been raised from the dead. I've got a brand new heart. God's given me life. God's given me abundant life and I now have a relationship with God. The most powerful work God ever does is the recreation of the human heart. It also says in that passage that God has restored the world to himself when Christ hung on the cross and was raised from the dead. And it says this, not holding their sins against people. Again, I don't know what you've heard about the Lord Jesus Christ or about Christianity, but the fact is this, God is not holding your sins against you. He's not there going, you know what, I will only receive you when you've cleaned yourself up a little bit. He says this, you know what, I know what you did, I know what you think, I know how you are and all of that hung on the cross 2,000 years ago when my son paid the price to give you life. You see, God's not there trying to, you know, when somebody comes to Christ, they don't repent of all the things they did. Oh God, I did this and I lied and I, and I did that and I got wrecked and I, and I was this and I... Da, 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 da. You know, it isn't about having to go through and clean the slate of your life. When you come to Christ, God's not going there trying to clean off all the mess of your life. He says, give your life to me because your sin is not the problem. I've already paid the price for sin. You can come straight into a relationship with me and I will give you abundant life, which means sin is no longer an engine in your life. 
You see, the Bible's really, really clear. Sin kills you. I know perhaps we don't talk about that sin word very much and we certainly don't really talk about it a lot here in Citygate. We tend to talk about abundant life and what we get in Christ. But you know what? Sin will kill your life. The Bible says the results of sin is death. It'll kill you. It'll kill you. But the good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. And today I'm thrilled to announce there is an opportunity to come into a relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ. That is what it is to be a Christian. I want to make it really simple today. Somebody might say to me, you know what, I've gone to church all my life. Well, that's great. But have you been recreated on the inside? Is Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior? Do you love him with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength? You see, God doesn't just want adopted kids in his family. He wants people that he lives on the inside. He wants you to be a son. He wants you to be a daughter. He wants to give birth to something on the inside of you. He wants you to be in his family. So there's a relationship if I could come around and plead with everybody in this room and say do you know Jesus Jesus died for you to give you abundant life please don't walk out of this place today turning away from him or rejecting him you need to turn to him come to the cross give him your life he loves you and he died for you he is passionately in love with you he is passionately in love with you He didn't create another religion 2,000 years ago. He made a way where there was no way for people to have a relationship with Him. The Bible says He has restored the world back to Himself, not holding men's sins against them. So please don't let your lifestyle or your rejection of Christ cause you to leave this place today and again turn your back on Him. God loves you. When he hung on the cross, he threw his arms open wide. And he took on himself the sin of the world, the pain of the world, the hurt of the world, all the racism, all the rejection, all the sickness, all the disease. And he paid the price for it on the cross. And he says, if you come to me, I will never turn you away. I will never turn you, no matter who you are or what you've done. I love you and I will receive you with open arms. He has restored the world to himself. And finally, before we baptise today, the last verse that we didn't read, it says he's given us the job of introducing other people to Jesus. As a church here, like every other church, we have the job of introducing people to Jesus Christ. We make it abundantly clear when people do growth track here and various other things and, you know, get to know who we are. We do church for the unchurched. We do church to introduce people to Jesus. We make no apology for that. There's less than 3% of the United Kingdom even attend church now. Something has gone drastically wrong in this nation in our relationship with God. But there is a new generation rising up that says, come on, we're going to arise and shine because the glory of God is here. The power of God is here and we are here. We baptise in 13 today. Let it be another 13 next month. Let it be another 13 the month after. Let it be another 13 because we are here to see people give their lives to Jesus Christ. 
We want the world to know how much God loves them. We want the world to know that Jesus Christ is not just a religious figure, but He's a Saviour. That He's a healer. We heard somebody up here say, you know, I prayed and, and that person got healed. I have seen so many people healed. I've seen so many people set free, whether it's a demonic oppressive situation or whether it's a physical sickness or whether it's a financial situation or whether it's a marriage that's gone bad or whether it's kids that have gone AWOL. You know what? The power of God can come in and turn it around and sort it out because God is such a powerful God. He's a God of love. He's a God of power and He's a God who wants to come right into your situation. What's our job here today? Our job here today is two, threefold really. Number one is to give God all the glory and all the praise and we make no apology for celebrating who He is. We're gonna go out of here singing later on and I want us to sing that, that song we sang again, uh, the old is gone, the new has come because it fits with what I'm preaching. That's all right. And it's right to celebrate the goodness of God. What's our other job today? Introduce people to Jesus Christ. Introduce people to Jesus Christ. It was a meeting a bit like this 32 years, 30, whatever, 35 years ago when I gave my life to Jesus. When I gave my life. Up until that point, I'd been raised in a, a Christian family, great family, sort of Christian. You know what I mean by sort of Christian. I was one of those forced to go to church when I was 13, started to go on my own to church. My dad would go in the morning and I'd go in the evening, not. <laughs> yeah, I'd go in the evening, dad. And I'd go out my house and I knew he was looking at me out the window, making sure I went left out of my house to go to church. And when I was out of eyesight, I went down the next road and down the next road, round to my mate's house, and we got stoned. That was far better, far more fun. So I didn't overly have a, any type of attitude or appetite to want to know God or have any interest. In fact, I was quite anti-church and anti-religion. But then I was, I was faced with the reality that God loved me. And I can remember standing in a service not too dissimilar to this at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon when somebody had given their story about how God loved them and, and various other things. And I don't even know how I even turned up in that meeting. It was not planned. I was supposed to be at the Marquee Club in London seeing a band called the Cardiacs. <laughs> Just so you know. But I ended up at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon with my hair and my chains and my makeup and my dope and my mushrooms. And I can remember standing up at the end of that service when everybody stood up and said, you need to know the love of God in your life. You need to know that Jesus is Lord of your life. And I can just remember praying and standing there, and I don't know if I said it out loud or thought it, I said, God, if you're real, then I want to know right now this is the only opportunity I will ever give you with my life. And it's as if heaven opened over my life. I didn't see anything, but I certainly felt something, whether it was physical or just something on the inside of me. See, God started to do a work in here. And I knew that I knew that I knew that Jesus Christ died on the cross, not just for the world, but for me. And that he loved me. And he paid the price for me. And he wanted me to come back into a relationship with the God who created me.
Let's all stand to our feet in this place today, please. Where's Joyce? Wonderful. We're just about to celebrate explosively in this place with the baptisms. But just before we do, I want to ask you the question. Have you said yes to the love and the Savior, Jesus Christ? The love of God. Have you opened your heart to God and said, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. Make me a brand new, brand new person. You may have been religious all your life. You may have been of another religion. You may have been a Christian. You may have been, I, I don't know. But I want to ask you the question, is Jesus Lord of your life? Do you know him? I've been married now for 32 years. We've got to know each other in 32 years. But you see, the Holy Spirit, God Almighty, lives on the inside of me. It's a relationship. It's a lifestyle. It's not just going to church. It's having a relationship with the God of all creation. Come on, with every eye closed and every head bowed in this place, I'm going to ask the question again. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Please, we're honoring people in this room, so every eye closed and every head bowed. I'll ask you, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because if not, today is your day. I can confidently say that because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. God loves you today. He wants to bring you into a relationship with Him today. Got all these people getting splashed today, getting baptized. It's going to be awesome. There was a day when they said yes to Jesus Christ. Well, today is your day, my friend. And if you're here today and you want to say, Pastor Jay, I want you to pray for me. Pray with me. We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to do anything weird. We just want to pray with you as a whole congregation. We're all going to pray a prayer in just a couple of minutes' time. And please, please let it be you that says, yes, Jesus I want to know you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Make me a brand new person. I want to be that new creation. I want to have that brand new start, that new heart on the inside. I want to know you, Jesus. I want to know you, Father, as my heaven. I don't just want that to be a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven as some religious thing I'm taught. I want it to be, I'm calling you my dad. Be my Father. Jesus to be my Lord right now with every eye closed and every head bowed. If that's you here today and either you want to say for the first time, yes, I want to know Jesus. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. If that's you today or perhaps you say, well, you know what, Pastor Joe, I've been coming to church for years and, but it's all just grown cold like a marriage that needs to go through some restoration. You know what? And God wants to say, come on, let's restore it today. Let's get it right today. Let's start again today. If that's you in this place, I'm just going to ask you to do something very simply, and that is to lift your hand in this auditorium right now. God bless you. Is there anybody else here today? God bless you. Anybody? God bless you. Wonderful. Is there anybody else here today? God bless you. Wonderful at the back. Anybody else want to say, Jesus, come on. God bless you. Wonderful at the back. Two, three hands up. One, anybody else here today want to say, Jesus, come into my life. Come on, I want to start this again. God bless you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Come on, there's people right across this room. Come on, this is a first step. God bless you. Wonderful in the middle there. 
So many hands. Once, oh, wonderful, down here. Once I've seen you, you can put your hand down. That's great. God bless you. Come on, we've got about 15, 20 hands going up across this place. Is there anybody else here today? Come on, you want to say yes to Jesus Christ. This is your day. Do not leave this place not knowing whether God loves you or whether He's alive in your life. Come on. He wants to come in by His Spirit today and give you a brand new generator on the inside. Is there anybody else in this room? Lastly, as I look around, God bless you at the back. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Is there anybody else here today? I really don't want to hurry. God bless you, mate. Awesome. Well done. Well done. Stunning. We got all ages, all different types and Oh, it's just wonderful. People coming to Christ. Is there anybody else here today? Come on, I don't want you to leave this place without knowing that Jesus is your Lord. You know what he says? He says, I'll give you abundant, eternal, everlasting life the moment you give your life to Jesus. Is there anybody else here today? Very quickly. Last time as I look across this auditorium. God bless you, sir. Wonderful. I knew there was someone else. We're going to pray now. Come on, let's all pray this, especially if you've responded today. Come on, let's all pray this with great faith on the inside. Let's say, Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me, that you demonstrated your love by sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross, be raised from the dead, to give me back a relationship with you. Thank you, Jesus, for paying the price to give me life, come into my life, to be my Lord, my Saviour and my friend. Lord, will you take out the old heart and put in a new one. And from this point on, by the help of your power and your grace, I will never be the same again. I am now a Christian. God, you are my Father. Jesus, you are my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's celebrate in this place, shall we? Thank you, God.